I have a good, I have a good non sequitur to, to open uh, the episode, and it relates to a trip that I made today with my roommate to yep. a little uh, Korean knickknack shop called Lil Thingamajigs. <laughs> in in Lil Thing, so I live in Northern Virginia, and there's a very um, dense Korean population here. So there's lots of uh, Korean specialty shops and basically tiny little K towns where it's just uh, strips and surrounding restaurants that are that are all Korean um and uh I went to one of the local Korean bakeries because I really liked it and my internet was being shit so I was like oh let's let's go get coffee and read a book um he takes me he's like oh little thingamajigs is by there and I'm like what's little thingamajigs and he's like oh wonderland uh so after we finish our coffee he takes me in and uh amongst the various things and little thingamajigs I find uh, a bevy of high-grade Gundam models. Um, there are okay. a number of anime figurines lining the back wall. It is a tiny little alcove that uh, would make a weeb cry. Uh, um, we got we got our sword art online. We got our Gokus. Oh, oh, you best fucking believe we got our Gokus. <laughs> we got our One Pieces. There are the Naruto's. All of them. Sasuke. That's both Naruto's. Uh, they're Totoro lamps. Three different Totoro lamps, by the way. Not one, three. There was a Dragon Quest slime fire. Uh, there was a stuffed bone that had the word line embroidered on it. And a man with a t-shirt that said, I heart brown. Nothing else. <laughs> okay. But, but the, the best part, the best part was... Mr. Cocaine Toilet. <laughs> How do you know my culture? Mr. Cocaine Toilet. Mr. Cocaine Toilet is a candy dispenser that uh, its its name is written in Korean, but I believe in my heart that it was called Mr. Cocaine Toilet because it was a plastic bright pink squat toilet with an anime face on it, such that the squat portion of the toilet was its open mouth, cool. and you would fill the, you would fill the cistern with candy mix, and then you would flush the tiny plastic toilet, which would cause it to bubble and foam inside of the bowl, and you would then eat the bubbling, foaming toilet froth with a cocaine straw from Mr. Toilet's wide open mouth. That, oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, but what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, it's the real object that I looked at and held with my hands today. I strongly debated buying it, but then I thought that I would get yelled at by my uh, by my partner if I brought it into the house. Yeah, how so I would. photographed it and decided against bringing it into the home. <laughs> now oh, every wait, day I dream of Mr. Cocaine Toilet. Picture. Yeah, we did. Oh, I posted them on Twitter. Okay, oh, well, Christ. that's a likely story, but you know, I'm still skeptical about this. <laughs> I just want you I want everyone to know that the picture that you see is not a picture that I found online. That is, I'm standing in front of Mr. Cocaine Candy Toilet. Will you drink frothy out of Mr. Cocaine Toilet so wide open mouth? We'll find out. You should be in jail. <laughs>
Anyway, we're here to discuss some serious business here. Serious black metal business. True Norwegian black metal. Um, may as well start the show. <laughs> I mean, yeah, can't re can't re top that one. Wait, hold on. Can I can I pause really quickly? I'm just looking, Langdon, at your your pictures, and for real, I'll send you some money if you could pick up this line bone pillow for me, please. I will. It's um, it's an amazing pillow. I, I locked eyes with it, and I was like, this. I love brown, and I just picked it up, and I was I was waiting for the epiphany to come, and it never came. <laughs> Here's Mr. Cocaine. To okay, so it is okay. Yeah, yeah. It's nice. That's, That's cute. cute. <laughs> nice Little thingamajigs is heaven on earth. <laughs> okay, it's okay. like what would happen if I opened the store. <laughs> oh, I don't doubt that. That yeah. Gundam figurines, just random nonsense to, from hell. Yeah, that's yeah. That's your store. <laughs> it's my frothy toilet candy. <laughs> Shiver going up my spine now. This is uh, the, your death sentence for the week. This oh, week we're uh, that's exciting. We're uh, we're talking uh, today about uh, Lords of Chaos, the film that no one can watch because apparently no one wants you to see it, based on a book that was pretty bad by a literal Nazi and yeah, his friend. That's, that's right. I yeah. forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, although he's that's, one of those... pretty, that's a pretty main theme of the story in my eyes. It's like Nazism, but you know. Oh, wait, but, hey, but, but who, I, whose I, eyes? I whose eyes are they? Uh, who, who is this person on the call with us? Oh, um, me! I'm me. I'm Megan. Hey. Hello. Uh, and, and, what, and what do you do, uh, Megan? I go on Twitter. That's true. And true. Um, you Occasion may know me. From... <laughs> may know me from my band couch slut yeah and my my new twitter handle which is at megan's underscore i a w yeah and uh as it it looks like megan's law the law about stuff in america but uh yeah and couch Slut we played on the show before like really early on excellent fucking band i mean oh my god so good big big fans yeah, massive fans huh? of your music. I just, blah. yeah. Well, thanks. I appreciate that. <clears throat> and um, you guys, you're. I think you're selling your first album, uh, "My Life as a Woman," uh, yes. like yourselves. Yeah, like, we um, we did a reissue of it last summer, and we're selling those now. So if you missed the record with the dick on the cover, now's your time to get it. If you don't acquire it, again, fuck right off. That's on the list of things True. that will make yeah. me say that you should fuck off and not listen. <laughs> this shit rips. It's got a dick on the cover. You're going to be supporting some good people. Dick on the cover going back. Hang it on your wall. Creep out the squares. Yeah. Your house. That cover was banned. It's a banned item, you know? And the follow-up album has literally the President of the United States about to be hung on it. And it's very, you know, very dope. <laughs> and, and he was That's like barely so present at that point, too. 
So that, you were ahead of a lot of people there. Yeah, I mean, um, it it was it didn't mean to to be that way, but I guess uh, you know it happened. The election then happened, and uh, here we are. So, yeah. so now it you've is, got like, I, obscenity and a a threat of violence against a sitting president on your album covers. So um, well, uh, he's a garbage. Yeah, he is. He is. He is a, a trash man, as we say up north. <laughs> He is yeah. he is he is exactly like Oscar the Grouch, who I imagine is also racist. Oscar the Grouch isn't racist. No one Sesame Street is racist, dude. I can imagine Oscar saying some pretty foul things when that camera's off. There's a reason why it's in a garbage can. I think Oscar is good, and he has a world of wonders in that garbage can. If you I didn't don't know, doubt that he has a world of wonders in that garbage can. can. It goes on like under the ground. Yeah, that, that's canon. Like, they made a movie about that. There was like a whole uh, Land of the Grouches movie. Yeah, it's a whole thing. Wait, wait, are you lying right now? No, no it's it's Look for real. real. I know what I'm going to be doing this evening. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pause my six hours of train videos that I watch every night to watch this Oscar the Grouch film. Good job. And uh, also, the Count is one of the most tragic um, figures in all the fiction. Don't at me. Yeah, I'm I not going to explain myself. But um, we're here to talk about Lords of Chaos, the shitty, probably, film that no one can see because uh, Vice, fuck them, didn't uh, release it properly. And they didn't even want to go straight to Netflix and just admit their shitty film was shit. That's what happened, huh? Yeah. Yeah. They're just ah. like... They had, this. they had major distribution in the works for a while. That was one of the reasons why some um, people in the metal world were at least kind of excited about it. Um, obviously, bar, it's, you know, a lot of people just straight up don't care about the Nazi stuff because uh, they're shitty people. Um, but yeah, then apparently with um, that was one of the first signs of writing on the wall of Vice uh, collapsing a lot of its media empire when they sort of spontaneously started yanking markets that they were distributing the film to. And the film was already done at that point from, from what I remember. Uh, it just was, they're like, Oh yeah, no, we're not going to hit that market until this point. Or like, Oh yeah, we're not going to show it in, in this area whatsoever. Um, and it just turned into like a London, New York and LA debut. And everyone's like, is vice okay. And then it turned out, no, they had brain cancer. And they had to uh, kill themselves to save themselves by firing everybody. Yeah. Good explanation. And um, furthermore, vice is shit. It's true. Uh, yeah. I, I shouldn't say that because I know a few people who still write for them in a they freelance should quit. capacity. Fuck That's Fuck a, yeah. Well, people who write for a place aren't even the editors of them. So they, th there's probably not a great deal of allegiance there. Yeah. And editors aren't even the people who run it. And I think um, whenever anyone says fuck Vice, uh, to those who don't seem to understand the ire there, it's because everyone who runs that fucking company is a shithead uh, mm. going back to the dawn of the company. Um, there yeah. are individuals who have worked for Vice who are not shitheads, but uh, the, the company itself is a big uh, whiny shit baby. Yeah, and it will collapse soon. 
I mean, yeah. uh, fuck Vice in the sense that they, like, you know, ruined what is my neighborhood in, in Brooklyn single-handedly. And yeah, they, they shut down. Big, uh... Yeah, they shut down all of these uh, fantastic DIY venues. There was, like, three of them, like, on the same block that they all got shut down. And Vice even flooded one of them to get these <laughs> people to move out. There was people living in there. With like tens of thousands of dollars of like film gear and music gear. And these guys, you know, the landlord said they had until a certain time to be able to move out. And, you know, so they were taking their time. And then the vice had their contractors go in and like cut the pipes up. So the water flooded the entire warehouse. Wow. Like go directly to hell, vice. Go directly (laughs) to hell. I've hated them for a long, long time. Yeah, having That's nothing cool. to do with their writers or anything like that. It's just they're shitty people. It is a true shit of a company, and okay. um, yeah. So they have teamed up with another shitty, <laughs> shitty company in order to make this film. That's uh, true. Feral House. If you were an edgy teenager in the like late nineties to early two thousands, as I was, uh, then. You, Feral House, you'll know, is the company who published Lord of Chaos, the book, which was written by Michael Moynihan and Diderik something in Swedish, Norwegian, whatever. And they are, they're pretty much like a proto-alt-right edgelord bullshit publisher. And they still are, they're still around, even though the founder died a few years ago. And was eulogized in... um, Oh, was that magazine uh, called uh, Vice? Yeah, they did a eulogy for the, this particular guy because there's a lot of crossover between Feral House's aesthetic and like the early Vice when Gavin McInnes was in it. Uh, it's Nazis are funny. Charles Manson had a lot of funny things to say. Uh, here's a book about the drug war in Mexico. Uh, they into like occult stuff, but also Nazi stuff in a kind of edgy, look how much we're pushing the envelope way. And they they were the ones who put out lots of chaos and um, a bunch of stuff by people like uh, Genesis Peorage from uh, Psychic TV and uh, Frog and Gristle. Uh, there's a biography. Yep. Yeah, and yeah. So they're kind of a like nexus of like industrial music, neo-folk, Black Metal, Nazis, Aleister Crowley, all all that stuff that I was admittedly totally fucking into as a kid, except for Neofolk, but that was, was being bullshit. And, for um, me, it was all that stuff except Nazis. Uh, well, I was, yeah, I wasn't into Nazis, I should uh, clarify that, you know. In, into in a, yeah, a purely I, academic sense. I do have like a weird amount of books about Nazis on my shelves right now. But um, yeah, so there. I I don't want to go as far as calling Feral House a fascist or Nazi publishing house, but they're um, uncomfortably adjacent to this stuff. And Michael Moynihan, the writer or main writer of um, Laws of Chaos, published a nice little book called Siege, which if you're familiar with the uh, extreme edges of modern neo-Nazism, you'll realize is the book that that it basically shows you how to be a neo-nazi terrorist it argues about being like a lone wolf go out and shoot up your school blow up a synagogue 
and it was basically the operational manual for Atomwaffen, who are a another satanic Nazi black metal adjacent uh, semi-terrorist online 4chan bullshit clique who have a number of bodies to their names and a ton of them are in jail right now. So, yeah, it, it's not hard to go from Lords of Chaos and its writers to literal neo-Nazi murdering terrorists. And, uh, yeah, Vice wanted to team up with these guys and they didn't have to. They could have, you know, no one can, like, copyright the story of Varg, Vicanus and Euronymous. They could have just told the story and called it something else, but they, you know, they wanted the option for Lords of Chaos, and they got it. And um, ah. yeah, I didn't know any of that at all. <laughs> oh yeah, it's, That's, uh, I didn't read the book at all. I saw the yeah, the book, the book is the book is shitty. Um, the, book. I, and I, the book is I, true I, garbage. Uh, I, it's I written. Read the bo- oh, go on. I I read the book when it dropped because I was um I've told the story here a number of times but i'm not sure uh uh meg has heard it um but grew up in a semi-rural part of virginia and so uh there's lots of hardcore around um like more than you could shake a stick at lots of new metal um some of which was very very bad um take that new metal revivalists i remember how shitty a lot of that was um decent people just not great music um but as a result, as I was getting deeper and deeper into the more extreme ends of metal, um, you have less and less and less and less availability for that. So you start cleaving to really anything you can get. So like there's a really shitty website, Black Metal Radio, and that would play more or less random Black Metal tracks, and that was like an inroad for me for a lot of that stuff. And uh, Lords of Chaos dropped as a book, I think, like 2006, something like that. Copy, tore through oh. it, and was yeah, like, yeah. "Oh, sorry, go on." You broke out uh, for a second there. But... So, so I think the book came out in like 2006, something like that. Um, picked up a copy of the book, tore through it because I was like, "Oh, I don't know any of the stuff. This is all fascinating. I've only been reading about this stuff on like forums." And then I was like, "But this book is written really, really badly." And it was yeah, like, horribly. It, even as even. Even as a teen, I was like, this is written by like, a fan who also thinks that the murder was cool and dope and edgy and extreme instead of like, especially when we look at the ages that uh, Euronymous and Varg were when that murder took place. That was at best a child's temper tantrum with a weapon involved. Mm. Yeah. But, like at the very best. Um I also love the uh, incredible obfuscation of the fact that it was likely over uh, some American royalties for a band that likely will never draw any real royalty checks. Yeah, Lords of Chaos fucking sucks as a book. As a piece of like... Really bad book. Yeah, as a piece of writing, it's terrible. Uh, it's it, it reminds me, and I'm not, it reminds me of Mein Kampf, as a book that Michael Moynihan writes just like Hitler, like really like him. They, they both have this weird thing where they like always mix metaphors, like every metaphor, they must mix it somehow. And yeah, it, it's just a horribly written book. Um, it's a terrible piece of true crime writing. Like 
I'm I'm not big into true crime because I'm not a forty year old woman named Debbie who's in HR, but I'm I know there's some decent true crime stuff out there, and this isn't it at all. Um, yeah, it's uh, and it gives Varg way too much space. He gets like a third of this book just to talk about his bullshit. Oh, so you're you're breaking up quite a lot there. I can't hear Langdon at all. Yeah, breaking up. I was not speaking there for a little bit. Oh, okay. (laughs) That'd be why then. Um, I was like, you're gonna like T pain, but um, anyway, man. Uh, I we should get T pain on this. This is this is what this is teaching me is that we should actually get T pain. To show up on our podcast, he's he's not doing much nowadays. I ever since like uh, talk about anything. Yeah, ever since on a boat dropped, he hasn't kind of fallen off the radar. He did a, a tiny desk where uh, he didn't use auto tune at all, and he revealed to everyone that he actually has a fucking butter smooth voice. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so Megan, you have you've seen this film, right? You've seen. You've, paid You've money done the impossible. Didn't you guys see it? No, it's You're literally coming. it's not playing here. It's oh not my... playing until March in yeah, Northern same. Virginia. Uh, it's not oh, in Manchester. Sucks. Yeah, I saw it like the day after it came out. <laughs> okay, Does Brooklyn. Does it suck that I haven't seen it? I don't know. You haven't told me what the no, it's like. No, it's great. I'm, I'm literally going to see it again like this weekend. I fucking loved it. I thought it was fantastic. I loved this movie. It was so sick. Yeah, it was great. I'm very intrigued. Okay. I could, Sell I could us watch on this. Dead kill himself probably 50 times in a row and like still not get sick of it. <laughs> okay. I mean, like, listen, it's a movie about a bunch of these like nerdy kids, you know, and they have these like pretty sick lives. They fucking grow up in Norway, which is a great fucking country, you know. That practices like socialism for Christ's sake. You know, they have nothing, they have like no problems basically, so they have to manufacture their own shitty drama, you know? That's that's, a very good way to put it. That's their whole fucking problems. And then they're like, well, I gotta one up all these people, you know, because I'm the fucking alpha male, so I'm gonna fucking burn down a church. Well, I'm gonna fucking stab a gay dude. Well, I'm gonna burn down the oldest church, you know? Well, I'm gonna fucking kill this other guy. Is, you know, <clears throat> they. So one thing that I really didn't like about the book that I thought, given the curious, way too on the nose casting choice of one of the McCulkin brothers as uh, Varg, I think he's playing Varg. No, oh, no, he's, he he's plays Euronymous. Okay, um, is uh, that the book really elided the fact? And to be fair, we even get one people who lionize these guys, and two even people who heavily critique them, overlook sometimes that I think the oldest one when any of the stuff is happening was 20. And so legally they're adults, but I think 25. Euronymous all of us are... I think when he was killed. 25 when he was killed? Yeah, and Varg wow. was... Yeah, he was a bit old in all of them. Okay. So, yeah. but, so I mean, they're young. So, yeah. yeah. So m- most of them are like literally like children doing these things and it's one it's to be fair an indictment of how uh toxic white male machoism um can wreck your brain literally anywhere in the world um 
that shit is a virus. Uh, you can have a really wonderful uh, country with socialized uh, socialized health and opportunities and even opportunities for art in Norway because um, Scandinavia has lots of um, socialized music programs that are accessible from when you're like five. Uh, and you can still be just an edgy dickhead. Um, but uh, it also shows that you on it all. have to have the internet for that shit also. It's true. That's a weird, that's a, uh, a fake scare that it's like, oh, people now have access to. And it's like, no, now they have access to reasons to act out in the ways they would have acted out regardless. Yeah. Being shitty and killing people because you're an edgelord is not fucking new. <laughs> yeah, like these guys would write each other letters and they still manage to become a bunch of uh, murdering assholes. But, um, so, Did they cover how fucking dorky it is that they're they're teenage dorks uh, doing yeah, these I mean, murders? Like, the one thing that really like you know sticks out in the movie is like you it's they very much paint very well how young all these people are you know okay. like I felt old like watching this you know <laughs> then that uh, that feels like a, a redeeming element of it because the book just elides that they're just the mythic figures of Euronymous and Varg they very rarely in the book even call them by their names which is just stupid yeah no I think I think it uh I think it was done quite well um actually and you know, even from like a, you know, I'm into gore horror films, even from that standpoint, the gore was done fantastic, you know, like as someone who has self-harmed quite a bit, like quite a bit in their lives, they did all of that really well, you know, it looked great. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, the, the director, Jonas Ackland, apart from being a member of Baffery for about a year, he's done some really interesting shit. Well, I will say that they, they showed a couple of his, like, music videos and shit before the movie, and I thought they were garbage. Really? But, did, he show, did he show that uh, Lady Gaga telephone one? Because that was actually pretty decent. No, I, no. It was like some... I, for, I forget what it was. I don't listen to any of this stuff, you know? <laughs> <so I'm> not... <laughs> any of oh, this shit. Stuff. He directed the video for Ray of Light. What the fuck? Yeah, and Madonna, yeah. Oh, weird. Um, what? Yeah, he's done like Lady Gaga. Um, he's done worked quite a lot with, um, yeah, Madonna. He did a Paul McCartney concert film. Yeah, he's he's like a jobbing okay. director for the most part. He doesn't do a lot of feature films. The the other one he's done was Spun, which came out in like the mid two thousands ish. It was really terrible. Had a bunch of famous people in it. Wasn't um, Katie Holmes in that? No, you're thinking of um, Drive, which is another like early two thousands drug movie. Yeah, like yeah, okay. The one, oh, he, yeah. he he did Spend the video his... for "I Miss You" by Blink One Eighty Two. Nice, bad band, bad band. By the way, I don't bad care who band. I pissed off of that one. Bad band, bad band. Fuck you, pop punk. You're bad. You're bad genre. I'm That's okay great. with Blink White too. But fuck um... you, fuck you, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what? Well, but uh, yeah, that's so, your anime. That's that's is, your yeah. anime now. <laughs> pop, pop punk is my anime. You're um, gonna have a pop punk episode to spite me <laughs> for my anime episode, and it will make me cry like a child. Good, because um, you deserve it. And uh, so, yeah, what what is the film actually like? Like visually, because the trailer makes it look kind of 
kind of like that kind of dorky MTV style that uh, was kind of popular in movies for a while. Like, yeah, like, I mean, listen, it's like that, you know. But as far as it like telling a story, I thought it did a nice job. You know, I love all of the Culkin brothers, so that was a magnificent treat. You know, what was your uh, ranking of Culkins? Oh well, I like. Uh, the the little one who was in that uh, fucked up movie where he tries to make out with that old lady. Oh, Kieran Culkin, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that one the best. Probably followed by Rory and then and Macaulay. But fun side story is that when I lived in the East Village, I think one of them also lived in the East Village. It's a neighborhood in like kind of downtown Manhattan. I'm aware of this village. I was walking behind them one day for like a good few blocks and I was like thought they were all women at first because they all had this long pretty hair and they were like really thin. It and is worth noting the McCulkins have more yeah, and then they, they walked into a store, and I was like, holy fuck, that's the, the Culkin brothers. And they were like totally strung out on heroin. So. All of them? Hmm? All, all of them. Wow. I, I can't imagine doing heroin with, with, like, I don't have brothers, but I can't imagine doing heroin with siblings. Or, or like, in general, but, You'll like, do, less with if siblings. If you're a heroin addict, you're going to do heroin with whoever... There's got to be like a, a limit, you know. Like, could you do heroin with your dad? That would be. That would just I'm weird. Sure I'm sure there's people who do heroin with their dad. Yeah. I saw this a documentary is... of these kids who were doing ecstasy with their dad, and their oh, dad would take weird. them to raves and shit. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. That geez. sounds that sounds weird lit. To be honest, <laughs> I don't do drugs. I'm a boring, straight edge, middle aged man. But that sounds fucking dope. <laughs> Especially if your dad's like seventy. You know, like, come on, Dad. We're gonna go. We're gonna go no, fucking no, kill Dad. hopping, and then we're gonna roll in a grave. And the the kids were like twelve and thirteen. Oh, okay. That's not. That's not yeah, that, that's very bad. That's, that's, yeah, that's yeah. just. Uh, <laughs> I just need to be in jail. <laughs> that yeah, that's that's not, we don't like that. I condone grown adults taking weird drugs with their parents, not children. <laughs> yeah. I can't even drink with my parents. Like, I like. Drank a bottle of wine with them in France once, and that was. Would like, you go on no, an ayahuasca no. spirit journey with your mother, Gareth? <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> um, yeah, she no, she would, she would not uh, be into that. I don't think you don't want to communicate with the machine elves with with her. That that's DMT. Ayahuasca is the uh, winged serpent, I believe. Oh, uh, but uh, yeah, DMT you got to do for the machine elves. Okay. Yeah. I, uh, I actually just um, picked up some weed gummy bears in New York to give to my grandma. We're going to get high later and watch The Bachelor, which is our thing. One, I love The Bachelor. Two, uh... Okay, first of like, all, time out. Ti I'm sorry, time <laughs> out. But why are we not doing a podcast about The Bachelor? Because there's like 50. So... <laughs> <laughs> there, there are so many bachelor podcasts there's bachelor podcasts true crime. i just want to talk about it because i'm almost certain that colton is gay i'm just putting it out there almost yeah. certain i can't see the new season over here so don't spoil it for me if oh, he turns okay. out to be gay don't yeah. tell me i won't tell you but i'm almost sure 
I know absolutely nothing about The Bachelor, so my questions related to The Bachelor would be entirely based on which one do you think is fastest, which one likes trains the most, which one likes trains the least. Do you think any of them have a life-size Sonic plushie? No, they don't. They, they for sure don't. Yeah, they, they all have like mm. uh, you know, like side side gigs and modeling, and they they all just are trying to get on TV. Is can the any of them go sicko mode? What is that? <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's one of the two modes. Um, <laughs> it's one of the two. Modes. <laughs> it's parallel. It's parallel to beast mode. Yeah. It's not stronger, but it's faster and more insane. <laughs> Drake used to be able to go sicko mode, but he lost that privilege because he likes children. Bad man. Drake, you're a bad man. Drake's terrible, man. I have also a funny story about that guy. Um, oh, cool. So, so I used Drake to um, watch this show back in the day called Degrassi Next Same. Gen. Uh huh. And I'm aware. had the box set of it because I didn't have cable for like ten years. So all I watched was like I went between Degrassi Next Gen and The Twilight Zone and Little House on the Prairie. That's like the box sets that I had. That sounds like that's going to become a fun smorgasbord in your brain. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, this whole fucking time, I thought you know the the kid was in a wheelchair. You know, he looked natural. Uh-huh. So anyway, I'm at my parents' house sometime. It's like, you know, a few years ago. This is like kind of recently, which is insane because like this is how disconnected I am from all of this shit. And I'm going through a People magazine and I see the fucking wheelchair kid from Degrassi. And I was like, holy fuck, he must have did some physical therapy. Like this fucking guy can walk again. That's so sick. And uh, I looked it up to see what like what he <laughs> It's physical therapy. <laughs> and it turns out he's not even a fucking, you know, he's not in a wheelchair at all. He's Drake. Yeah. No, he's Master. a multi-platinum he's selling RB artist. Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah, he's a dick. They're all dicks. It's true. Yeah. Right. I do like how they, they wrote him off in Degrassi because he went to Toronto to pursue his rap career. And that's also literally why he left Degrassi. So... One of the few soap right. opera-esque characters that got written out for the actual reason that he was leaving the show. Huh. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Oh, we're we, talking we should, about pro- this movie. No, <laughs> oh, no we, we, need, we, need to, like, uh, we need to break for some, some songs, because uh, oh, we also okay. do songs on this uh, podcast. So um, we're going to play Interama, the new one, uh, Citadel, off their album, forthcoming album, Sulfur English. I don't know what it, that is. And neither do I, but it's probably very tight knowing yeah. the track record of the band. I probably love whatever that thing is that they're referring to. Yeah. Like, I did, I've been listening to these guys for years. It's like, I just looked today and it turned out Sky Burial came out in 2013. Yeah. They're um, semi local. Um, so, since where I lived was halfway between um, Richmond and DC. And these guys were road dogs in their early period, and they were opening for fucking everybody. So I got, I had the massive privilege of seeing them rise from like really shitty opening slot where you get like maybe twenty minutes, unless someone's like, "No, you gotta go. We're already late. You're getting cut." Um, just slowly climbing up bills 
And there, it it was one of those things where everyone could look at each other even after like a twenty minute set and be like, "These guys are going to get a record label or a record deal. This is just absolutely going to happen." Yeah, um, and they're on relapse now, yeah, which is you know big for metal. Deal. Yeah, really. Cool. Mm-hmm. And I, they've got. I just noticed this uh, on Bandcamp. Uh, the usually the blurbs on Bandcamp are um, terrible, awful, terrible copywriting. This is written by uh, John Darnell. What? Yeah, from the fucking Mountain Goats. God, I love that. <laughs> I, I know. Yeah, everything about this album is perfect already, and it's I've only heard one track. The best so, way to describe this track is um, so you know, Domination era, Morbid Angel. Mm-hmm. Love that. That's pretty much it. That's my description. Yeah, it's just like old school <laughs> death metal. It's like 1994 is here again. And Oh my god, yeah. that's me. <laughs> what? what are you messaging me for? Oh, because but, uh... I want to tell you another song to play. <laughs> you, can use, you can use your words. Like, what? That's, 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 you can use words, it's fine. I know, I don't want to interject. Okay, well, we, we've got to play Interarmor song because we did kind of do a little Are we going to talk while that's playing or no? Oh, oh no, I, I'll just cut it in later. We'll, I'll just say like, okay, and now we'll do the second oh, part. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah. Speed so we're gonna play this song now. Yeah. So yeah, we, well, his interama, Skyber, um, Citadel of uh, Soul for English. Their blurb written by John Darnell. Yeah, his interama.
So what what song did you want to play? Alright, so in the movie Lords of Chaos, when Varg first comes to the the record store, you know, run by Euronymous, <laughs> and he walks in and he's like, What? Oh, the the record name the record uh store is called Helveta. Okay, yeah. Anyway, he goes to the store and he like really, really wants to be like accepted by these like cool like black metal dudes. And he rolls up and he's wearing a fucking scorpion's patch and Euronymous <laughs> makes fun of him for it, so he goes home and like throws it away. <laughs> so I think you should play this song by the Scorpions, um, also because they're one of my favorite bands of the world. Um but they have a really great song about uh, when the Berlin Wall was coming down. Wow. Oh, are okay. we talking about Winds of Change? Yes, we're talking about Winds of Change. I fucking love Winds of Change. I fucking yeah, love great. Scorpions. It's a great fucking song. Okay. <laughs> People no, who no. don't like Scorpions don't like heavy metal. That's just the goddamn fact. Yeah, I can, I can see and that. And also, uh, Scorpions toured a lot with my ultra-favorite band ever, which is a Hungarian psych rock band called omega which i highly recommend you guys check out they've been Hungarian psych rock sounds like the kind of divorce bad <laughs> energy prog rock that i love it is honestly my heart's <laughs> music been together for like 50 years wow. do they sound like getting a divorce so you can listen to rush in the garage um they're not like as good as rush you know it's not like I wouldn't call them prog. I think they dabbled in some prog elements in the 80s like everybody did. But, you know, their first record, I think it came out in like, I don't know, sometime in the early 60s maybe. And they were using like a theremin and an opera singer, you know? Oh, hell yes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, they toured a lot with Scorpion. So I love Scorpions now, you know, because of that. So, of course, when Varg rolls into this record store, I was like, yeah, Scorpions, woo! But he sucks. And Varg, incredible shithead, throws out his Scorpions patch. Yeah, it was You are the villain of this film. (laughs) I think if they would have just been nicer to him, like, maybe he would have not been such a dick and, like, murdered the guy later. But, you know, again, I haven't read the book. I don't really know these people. But, like, in the movie, it's like... You know, he wants to be accepted by this, like, crew of, like, you know, cool boys. And they kind of, like, pick on him and make fun of him. And then, you know, he makes that Burzum record, which makes that other, Euronymous, a bunch of money that he doesn't give back to Varg. They just treat him like shit. I mean, yeah, he, like, loves Hitler and he sucks and he should be killed. But, uh, you know, they could have just been nicer to him. It's true. He, he, he didn't love Hitler then that we know of. He might have loved Hitler. I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of uh, difficult to pin him down ideologically. He's he's all over the place, but mostly. Yeah, they also mention that in the in the movie. <laughs> like they go into his house. These like reporters go into his house, and they're like, "Oh, I see. So you're like, you know, into the Third Reich and you know, Satanism, and uh, you know, like Odin or whatever." They're like, "Pick one," you know. <laughs> yeah, he's. Uh, I, I was looking at his YouTube earlier because he's um purely a youtuber at this point it's true he's he's embraced the gamer energy he's become a gamer american he's been reborn in gamer uh gamer fuel (laughs) it's like rose from a big vat of mountain dew (laughs) yeah 
<laughs> in a baptismal camo shorts, <laughs> a cargo shorts. That's what it yep. is. <laughs> he's uh, yeah. He's just like he just shoots these like uh, two minute long little speeches in his car, wearing his camo hat. And... <laughs> the best one is he he has a ten minute video about how to pick up a proper woman, and he's wearing oh, yeah. a fucking Gandalf hat in the video. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he yeah, never mentions so the Gandalf hat. Yeah, he's, he's um. He also pauses to do bad martial arts during that video. Oh, sorry, I'm just accidentally played one of his videos. His, um... he, su- he sucks so much that it has looped fully back around. Um, I really want to illegally acquire a copy of his racist D- I know. D&D clone. Yeah. I gotta know what it's like. It's all written in, um, what's it called, uh, papyrus font. So, that's not um, a joke, by the way. Everyone yeah. listening, that's not a joke. They released preview pages. It's literally in papyrus font from front to back. Oh my god! Yeah, that's I want to play this so bad. I want to play this. It's on called the- Frog in fucking papyrus. It, yeah, it's like one step up from Wingdings in terms of legibility. But yeah, uh, yeah the whole thing to to make it look more like um, an ancient scroll or possibly a Greek restaurant Greek. menu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, a 1993 uh computer game <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's you so you have uncovered the ancient copy of pharaoh for windows 95 <laughs> dost thou want to set up your sound card tis sound blaster That's a, Someone's yeah. probably going to get mad that we are uh, only semi-ironically talking about supporting a Nazi, as though this guy makes more than zero dollars on any of his bullshit, insane shit that he made. Well, he's, he's got a, a quarter of a million YouTube subscribers and seventy-two million views, like four of which are from me. Him. I just can't, had a great idea. You're going to catfish Varg? Yeah. I'm yeah, not going to do it this right now, but I have an idea. Just we'll talk about it some other time. <laughs> yeah, no, that's okay. Great, yeah, man. gotta yeah, keep up. Keep that on the DL, but yeah, I'm 100 percent endorsing this. He, he's got like seven kids, so you know he's pretty down yeah. for like, his his wife. He's putting his dick around, I guess. It's yeah. true. Salmon seed. And uh, also, Varg loves to fuck. Varg loves to fuck. He's teaching yeah, they everyone that talks about in the movie, like literally a third huh. of the after Varg comes to hang out with them and makes the Burzum record is Varg fucking. Just like probably 30 different women throughout the course of the movie. He talks about that a lot That'll in the book everyone. Fucking in this movie. That'll oh. teach everyone you said Varg would be a virgin forever. You're the real nerds. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <It's>, uh, <laughs> his second uh, video on his YouTube channel from two days ago is called Go forth and procreate, fellow Thulians. Man, he would have done great in like uh, one of those uh, like white supremacy towns. What do they call it? Like Leith up in like Oregon or whatever. He could have been their president. He could have just gone into shitty conspiracy writing like David Icke and just make batshit insane things for people who have schizotypal disorders that they're not treating. And Toni Morrison. Uh, That's true. No, yeah. no, it wasn't Toni Morrison. No, it's it was. Alice Walker. 
I was no. well, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, Don't that, you say that about the queen. Don't yeah, you say I'm sorry. That. That, was, that was, yeah, it was Alice Walker. That was, that was wrong. It was, an, that was, it was another, uh, sterling talent, uh, black off, uh, black female author. Although she's Canadian. That's probably where the weakness came in. <laughs> I used to live in Canada, right? America what? is too stupid to be drawn in by that kind of stupid. We're mm. a unique, very, very specific kind of dumb. <laughs> I fucking hate Canada. I'm just saying. So. <laughs> oh, gee. Getting, yeah, racked on here. Canada, From what Canada's I understand. Okay. You, and you're fucking, like, British, dog. I hate yeah. Canada, and here's why. They won't give you a taco that has chicken on it, even though they have chicken and, ta- and taco beef burritos at the place, but they won't put the chicken on the taco only they'll put beef on it so i had to yell at those people and then That's you also can't get beer anywhere you can't, you can't get beer in canada beer. they don't have takeout beer like anywhere what i don't Dude. know could write yeah, them in america we're we're throwing beers at people it's you beer every day yeah, you're like give, we're like giving beer away down here. We can't fucking get rid of it fast enough. If it, I see a baby and that baby doesn't have a beer, I'm screaming for cops. We walked around. The last time we played Toronto, we like walked around for half the fucking night trying to find a goddamn like liquor store. You can't get anything. It's insane. And okay, then that's if you Ottawa. Go, you're going to okay. drink at the bar that you're playing at, you're going to spend like fucking $80. Yeah. <laughs> Ottawa sucks. But uh, yeah, Alberta's good. It's like cowboy cowboys but on like in the snow it's really good i like and, how uh, the northwest territory has nothing in it there's no one there yeah and there's like four like places That's like that and um also there's a lake dildo in canada yeah really there yeah is now lake dildo. is it a shape thing or from what i understand it's a coincidence it's just uh, an indigenous word <laughs> That they applied to the lake, and it happens to be dildo, spelled D-I-L-D-O. It's just Lake Dildo. God yeah, really did us a solid there. Headquarters up there. <laughs> so there's also a dildo island that's off of the coast of uh, um, the, uh, Newfoundland. You know too much about this. Yeah, this is yeah, this is weird, man. I got bored with some with Google Maps, and I was like, let's see if there's anywhere in the world named dildo. And there is. Um, there's also a pussy lake up there. I don't know what's wrong with these people. Do they not have sex in Canada? <laughs> no, Maybe they don't. Too cold. That's true. That's the other option. You should look up uh, Google Maps, a town in upstate New York called New Baltimore. That's fucking scary as hell. I'm not going to say anymore. Just go check it out in your free time. I'll check out New Baltimore. Is it even scary on Google Maps? Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> horrifying. The the just go just go look at it. I hope there's rabbit people who live who live in New Baltimore. Uh, I don't Do think it's a, you know it's I think it's a portal to a, a different dimension or something. That oh, sounds good. It's like Google Map uh, fuck ups where there's like weird shit that uh, looks like portals. Yes. Ah, yeah. There's one of those in Canada too, like way north where there's no people. So maybe it's a portal to there. That's true. Yeah, it could be like a really, be chill. really crap uh, shipping route. It should to... get the, the weed people in on that. 
I, I see no portals here. But anyway, we, we're talking about Lords of Chaos here. What, it's hard what's... to focus on it because the heart doesn't even want to discuss Lords of Chaos. But the films might be good, right? I mean, is the film truly, truly good? Yeah, listen, I loved it. There was so much stabbing. There was so much. Every one of the murder scenes and like the suicide scene went on like uncomfortably long. There's no reason any of these scenes should have been this long. But they did it anyway, just like the French like torture porn filmmakers from like the mid 2000s. I really appreciated it. So is it the equivalent, the cinematic equivalent of Martyrs? No, it's not that bad. <laughs> No. Martyrs, dude, Martyrs fucked me up. I saw it when it came out. It fucked me up for three weeks. Three weeks I couldn't sleep. What's what's Martyrs? I I don't even want to talk about it. The short version is what she was talking about, French New Extreme filmmaking, which is where people like um, the hostile guy got got their notes from. Um, This was, uh, it's cited as the best one of those films. And it's partly because it is as intense. Uh, there's, there's like uh, a scene in this movie it's like toward the end where like already enough like gruesome torture has taken place but there's a scene at the end and I timed it it goes for 2 minutes and 38 seconds where this dude is just punching a woman in the head like over and over and over and over again for almost yeah. 3 minutes <laughs> just why? why is that happening for that? there's but also a, an entirely skinless woman at the very end and not her face. Yeah. They didn't skin her face, though, which I thought that's true. Wanted her to look pretty. Okay. Wow. It's How really intense. That? Yeah, tell me It's, it's a really, part. really good film. It, it, it's as weirdly good as like the Human Centipede films, which when you, you actually sit down and watch them, you're like, why like are these also good? One. Yeah. Like there's the first half of the movie, and that's already like a fucked up story, and then like it switches over to like you know the same house but elsewhere in the house and it's like another movie without getting into it it also gets uh more insane each act transition makes it's like an anime and how much there's an insane twist to explain why everything you just saw happened and it implies what's about to happen and it's infinitely more insane and then it ends on another twist and just credits So, which murders do we get to see, or and suicides do we get to see in this film, for for the fans of murder and suicide out there? All right. Well, so you're first seeing, you know, well, first before Varg enters the scene, you know, it's like just following around mayhem, you know. So they're all like young kids, and they're having fun, and Dead is like super depressed, and they're like living in some fucked up barn or whatever. And uh, Dead's just, like, cutting himself all the time. I really had, like, a moment of nostalgia when he, like, cut himself on stage. And then they were like, oh, fuck. And they had to, like, duct tape his arm, like, a thing that I've actually done in the past with my foot. Um, And then it was infected for four months, which was cool. Uh, But they, they, you know, that looked really good. And then basically... uh, Euronymous goes away, and then uh, Dead decides he's going to kill himself. 
you know, they, they go through that whole thing. And then Euronymous is like taking the pictures. You don't know if he's eating the brains. They kind of like flashback to that. He's having like flashbacks of finding his friend dead, like through the whole movie. Um, so, that, yeah, that, they're really gory, fucked up flashbacks. And then the next thing that happens, I guess, is uh, <clears throat> Varg is burning down some churches. And then that other dude you know, kills the gay guy in the park. That's a really fucked up scene. He stabbed him like 50 fucking times. Like too many times. And he's alive the whole time. It's just really uncomfortable. That kid was like 17 when he did that, right? Was like 19 or 17? Yeah, yeah. He might have been... I mean, I know he was young. He only went to... He went to jail for like... Not he w- didn't get like a life sentence or anything, you know, which is like unheard. That wouldn't happen here. Hmm. They don't have life sentences, I guess. No, Varg got the highest uh, Norwegian prison sentence, and that was twenty-one years. But he was That's out great. after twelve. They actually they, don't they hate prisoners there. Protein, like you know, for longer here. It's insane. Yeah, and uh, Varg escaped twice, and and one escape he kidnapped a family in the car because uh, his um he founded a i'm doing this by memory so he founded a norse heathen religion while he, in prison and the members of that uh, group busted him out of prison gave him an assault rifle and was like yeah go have other and he like carjacked a family and went up to some cabin in the woods and was going to make some like last stand against the government in his cabin with his assault rifle. It was but, like Ruby fucking Ridge. Holy shit. Basically, yeah. It, I mean, it could have. If the Norwegian police were like the American police, they would have probably killed him. But uh, they, I guess they talked him out of it. He went back to prison for a little while and then got out. Okay. He lives in France with his wife and uh, seven little toe-headed Aryan children. And his racism. He lives there with his racism. He found yeah. a nice racist country like France that he could really, really nurture it. Yeah, and, but still France isn't racist enough for him because a couple of years ago the French police arrested him uh, for, for planning... being too racist. <laughs> yeah, well, for planning a massacre. He was like stockpiling guns in order to like go on like a killing spree. Okay, why don't, just, like, why don't they just like ship him to America and we'll put him in jail for a long because time? Because we love be like, racism too much, we just we yeah, just become secretary state, right? <laughs> yeah, he, but he, okay, he why don't they just to... like kill him though? Like you know, cut out the thing before something bad happens. Now that's that's the real question. I think it's because in a dark way, as long as we keep stopping Varg, he keeps generating uh, infinite content. Now, is this a sick addiction to content? Absolutely. But, you know, also, uh, he made my farag, and that's really dumb. Yeah. So, yeah, he just has to keep... He's he's a YouTuber now. He's creating content for YouTube. He's... he's on YouTube, he is... Um, the other recommended channels include PewDiePie. Yeah, he's up there with the greats. Christ, that's so fucked up. Yeah, there's an overlap between this like Swedish dude screaming at video games then being racist and another and a Norwegian dude screaming about racism probably playing some video games he does play video games he, he has a, he, if I remember correctly I think he has a twitch channel 
oh, what? Yeah, he's he's so online. Uh, what, yeah, what does he, no, he's what does he play? all the way on now. I don't remember. I just I remember hearing something like that, and I just nodded and was like, "Of course, of yeah. course, Varg has a Twitch channel." <laughs> yeah, it he's proves gonna... my point that video games aren't racist, wow. but gamers are. Oh, definitely. <clears throat> yeah, he's going to drop some gamer words. I bet he plays oh, yeah. uh, probably some like Demon Souls and Dark Souls One. That I don't know why, but those are the games that Varg plays. It. He does like the like level of nerdy um, punishing esoteric shit he'll be into. He's also way into Mario Maker. I feel it. Nice. <laughs> he's playing custom Mario Maker. I wonder if I could play Mario Kart Eight with him from across the globe. Fucking kick his ass. If if you I beat him, he might um, say a gamer word to you though. Yeah. He can fucking come to my house and say a gamer word to me. <laughs> Invitations what? open, you bitch. That's fair. Dad, catfishing's getting like pretty intense here. <laughs> you could catfish him over uh, Mario Kart, probably. Yeah, that'd be perfect. Yeah, like, oh, man, I'm, I'm playing as Toadette because I am a girl. <laughs> and he's like, oh. <laughs> I'm playing as Toad. Represents the mushrooms used by the uh, Viking berserkers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Varg. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, so so the, uh, the, the final murder scene, you know, is the one where um, Varg is stabbing Euronymous to death in his home. And mm -hmm. that, you know, again, is a scene that goes on for what feels like like fucking tw I know it's not 20 minutes but it feels like a very long scene and he's like I'm gonna s I stab him here I stab him in this room I stab him on the stairs I stab him further down the stairs and then I stab him at the end of the stairs <laughs> not done stabbing him yet so I'm gonna fucking put this knife in his head it's like it goes on forever do you get to see his uh, accomplice faint because that happened in real life right no, I don't, I don't think so. They they had the, the guy who I guess was a member of this other band, Thorns, um, yeah. Yeah. drive drive him to the this, this dude's house. And he was in the car the whole time, like in the movie. But I think, like, the, he looked, like, sick and shit. Like, he, he, I think he knew after a time, like, what was, go like, what was going on. I think he knew the whole drive what was going to happen. But after Varg was in the house for so long, he was like, fuck, he's like really murdering this dude. Yeah. I, I think in, in real life that that dude went inside the house and like saw Euronymous all fucked up and then immediately fainted, which that's fucked. Yeah. I would, he, I would he have probably fainted too. Christ. Yeah. You probably want to put that in a film because it's a bit too funny. At, at that point, <laughs> it's like slapstick. It's it's like uh, Gareth's people's favorite. It's Benny Hill. Again, no <laughs> British person has ever seen Benny Hill. You all love Benny Hill. No one I has seen it. It ran for like six episodes <laughs> in the seventies. Apparently, only Americans watched it, and now we're no, hearing about it we, like fifty we, years later. We know your dark secret. We know that you love Benny Hill. That's a great British show. What is what? Absolutely fabulous, or Faulty Towers. Those, very, Faulty Towers those are great yeah. shows, and no, yeah. no American ever mentions them till now. That's always <laughs> Benny Hill. <laughs> you all love Benny I've never Hill. Heard of Benny Hill in my life, so 
It's uh that that song is from Benny Hill. What? Yeah. You never heard Yakti Sax? <laughs> okay, that that's that's gonna be the uh, uh outro to the episode. How does it go? It's it's like um it's like a saxophone going and and Benny Hill would be like chasing around a nurse and I don't know what he plans to do with the other court the nurse. Yeah, well, yeah, that's what I did. So far as off key, but uh, yeah, he like chases around a nurse out of doors like in Scooby Doo, and I don't know what he's going to do to the nurse, but yeah, it's it's all pretty terrible. And again, they no should have person's ever seen this. If I made Lords of Chaos, I would have superimposed Blobby into Mayhem. You don't even have to change his getup. He's just a member of Mayhem in my version. That would get esoteric into uh, British <laughs> references here. That he, he'd speak just like Blobby, though. Yeah. You could replace Dead with Blobby. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine the cover of that uh, Mayhem uh, bootleg album, Blobby on it. With a, just... with a dead Blobby. Yeah. And it is so his braids is just candy and it's yeah, like your honor made like a PR, necklace PR out of Bobby's skull. <laughs> oh, it's a, it's actually disclosed in the film that it's not really the dude's skull. Oh, yeah. Man. It's That's like sort of um from a chicken or something. Yeah, that uh that got uh spread shortly after the rumor of it being um that the self-started rumor of it being the bones of dead skull, but it, that info didn't travel as far. And so it's still, um, you'll still see it crop up on sites that should be fact checking better. Yeah. yeah. There, there's like this really much, funny yeah. scene where like, you know, Varg is like, I want to burn the rest of the churches. And Euronymous is like, you know, maybe it's not a good idea to do crimes still. And he's like, well, you could take your fucking necklace back. It's like real, like, sixth grade girl, like, giving back the friendship bracelet, you know? He's like, you know, you could take this necklace back. He's like, it's not even real bones anyway. <laughs> oh, Vog. <sighs> you, Vog, you crazy. So we should probably uh, round out the episode by saying, is Lord of Ch Lords of Chaos, it sounds, it's a good film? It's like a truly good film? Listen, I I like a lot of trashy garbage, you know. So I thought okay, it was good. great. <laughs> okay, and what's you're like a cinephile and you're like into fucking like you know movies? Maybe you'll probably <laughs> like. But I've watched every Airbud film, so I'm probably gonna like it. I have a brain virus. <laughs> I, I've watched Crank <laughs> too. I thought they have great. a lot of Airbud films, by the way. There's one where they go into a pyramid and find a mummy. <laughs> I'm not lying. What? Air um, mom? Air, Air Bud. You ever, never seen Air Bud? It's like a it's like a golden yeah, retriever. Yeah, I was making a joke about the word mummy. Oh, oh, oh! I thought you misheard Air Bud. So oh, actually, it's called Treasure Buddies. Okay, it's called Treasure Buddies. There's also wow. Spooky Buddies, where they find the ghost of a dead dog that they befriend. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is morbid. There's even a whole sub-series about how in the world of Airbud, Santa has been a dog for 50 years. Oh, I saw that one. That one I there saw. There are three of them. 
I saw, I watched over the, over at Christmas time, we tried to watch a bunch of like these weird, like they're on Amazon Prime for free, like dog related holiday yeah. movies, of which there are like a hundred, you know? They're way too goddamn many. Six movies, no, they're, they're, they go on forever. It's like they're made by bots or something. Uh, those are something all I that I love about. Something I love about the Airbud films is that they are either written, directed, produced, or all three um, by the same guy named Robert Vance. He's had yeah. his hands in all of them for yeah. some reason. Yeah, he the does o- all these other dog movies. Yeah, he also did uh, the MVP series, The Most Valuable Primate, of which there were three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite is MXP for most extreme primate, or he learns the skateboard. Pretty extreme. It's a chimp, by the way. So the chimp almost certainly kills the child if it loses a skateboarding competition. Oh, yeah, they're vicious. Like, a a chimp, like, legit ripped a woman's face off for no reason. You know, you could round out the the podcast with, like, the 911 call of that. We could, but I don't think that we will. Yeah, it's a a little grim, I think. Sometimes I like to listen to 911 calls. (laughs) I like to watch (laughs) popping and draining videos, so, you know, I'm right there with you. Again, jail. Jail is where (laughs) you belong. Pussy go by. I'd be a fucking celebrity in jail. Oh, yeah. I, I wouldn't last a second. I'm too pretty. But, um... Langdon would just have to talk for like five seconds and everyone would know to leave him alone. <laughs> They're like, I don't want to engage with that man. Yeah. I just wanna yeah. I just want him to be quiet. <laughs> but uh yeah, so and yeah, I wouldn't last a second. Just they'd use me up, throw me around, you know, I'd I'd be like a piece of meat to them. You'd have a sad time in jail, Gareth. Let's yeah, you know. that'd be terrible. All these big buff like dudes. You're in Canada, but they don't arrest people. They'd eat you, Gareth. They would eat you. Yeah, probably would. And uh, yeah, just, just like burly, macho men, like sweaty and mm, yeah, tough. That'd be, that'd be real, real tough for me. Um, but yeah, so go out and see Lords of Chaos if you can. Um, maybe don't. Maybe don't see it in the cinema because that's given my advice. And yeah, um, don't don't Nazis. see it. Don't like see it for money. Like go like download it illegally on the internet, which yeah, is how I, I wish I downloaded could. every black metal record. Yeah, same. The, I don't, I've never same, paid for yeah. black metal. And um, the idea I that I somehow yeah exactly. So, but let's round out the episode with what are we going to play again? Because I forgot. Scorpions, wind has change. Damn right, scorpions. <laughs> From the. Uh, oh, that, you can whistle pretty good. Hell yeah, I can. I whistle Damn. all the time. I Damn, can't like whistle at all. Singing and really? whistling. That's nice. Yeah, same actually. I, I can't even click my. Can't even click my, my fingers. Can't whistle either. It's nuts. I'm snapping right now. Yeah, everyone does that. Lack of snapping. Everyone does that. Like the minute I say I can't click my fingers, everyone starts clicking. It's like this. <laughs> okay, that's that's way stronger. It almost yeah, this, sounds like you're just sounds... slapping your thigh or something. No, no, I'm just I do it hard. You know, we do this shit where I'm from. 
We are the finger snapping crew. <laughs> Can't snap, you're out of crew. I don't even no, that's, that's, how, that's how you. Uh, that's how you prepare your tin of tobacco. That's what that move is. Oh, yeah. Okay. So yeah, let's play some scorpions and uh, come back next week because uh, we're doing a book. We kind of did a book this week, but really not. We talked a lot about Airbud, and um, yeah, we're going to be doing a proper book next week and uh, the week after. We're going to be doing um, Red Leopard Black Wolf. Did I get it right this time? No, no. I think I'll the never wolf get is red. Okay, Red uh, Wolf Black Wolf. I corrected you wrong last time. Did I get it right? Okay. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna it's get Black right. Leopard. Black, Black Leopard, Le Red Wolf. Black Leopard, Red Wolf. Great, great, great book. Um, yeah. So we're going to be doing that. We got some. We got. We got a poet coming up. We got an actual living, breathing poet. I haven't even told Langdon about the poets yet, but uh, yeah, I'm in talks I'm with in talks with poets. I've, I'm you know spreading out into poetry. I've never actually read poems since I was like 16 and read Howl because um, I was that kind of douchebag. And yeah, we're going to be going to be doing some poetry, pretty awful poetry. Sorry, that was a Smith's reference. Yeah. And um. Yeah, and do do check out if you haven't already Couch Sluts because w probably one of my favorite bands right now in the world. I'm not just saying that because one of them's on the other end of a Skype call. Yeah, I, I say it a lot. Really fucking amazing. You're um, too kind. Yeah, we've legit talked up the band on numerous episodes. Just yeah, tremendous just work. Because. Because well, it is fun, Langdon, because you never came to see us when we played in your area twice. I'm just saying. Look, I have a city job where I have to do work, and then I'm out at like 10. <laughs> I have a fancy city job. Uh, I will make it a <laughs> I work at a sandwich shop. <laughs> it's not right. like, like Lehman Brothers or something. You, know? you could bring us sandwiches then, right? That's true. You could. I could bring uh, meaty bread. That just <laughs> sounds <laughs> wrong. Are you ever going to play uh, the UK? Are you coming over to? Uh... I'd love to. Several people have asked. Um, yeah, I'd love to, to but uh, actually, our bassist has a fancy job. We're we're trying to uh, gently force him to quit the job so we, <laughs> we can go on an extended tour. Okay. Uh, bassist, so... quit the tour. Uh, quit the quit the uh, job. Go on a but, real tour. Uh, on the be tour a rock star and then Flip. deal with it later you know so so yeah i'd love to, i'd love to uh i'd love to play the uk yeah. and I'm, I'm uh, re recording are you recording new stuff at a, a time soon are you working yeah, on we're uh, writing new stuff and we're going to record new stuff you know in the summertime slash ball tight <laughs> So we we take we take a long time. Good. Well, you should. You, you know, deserve it. It's, it takes that long to produce uh, music of that caliber. Yeah, you can't fucking rush genius, man. Damn right. Yeah. <laughs> and you gotta rest your voice because that it's you, just, it's the way just you sing because, sounds hard. You know, most of us are lazy. Yeah. You know. <sighs> it's not like the world's gonna end in ten years or anything. But um. Yeah, so 
check out Couch Sluts. Maybe download uh, Lords of Chaos. Come back next week. Uh, we will probably have a Patreon soon. We may even have a Patreon by the time you see this. So, yeah, give us money. Pay pigs. Oh, you're saying Patreon. <laughs> Is that how you say it? I'm sorry. I've, I've heard it both That's ways. That's how I say it. Like, what the fuck are you, was he saying? He's he is British. Patron. He, oh, no, patron. He yeah, has... Right. He, he has, uh, he has, he's British, you know, you know how they can be. Okay. Patreon. <laughs> hey guys, come on my Patreon with your credit cards and your Sorry, electricity and indoor plumbing we have. He, he, that's, that's true. We do have electricity in America, Gareth. Very yeah. good. <laughs> it's your fancy. But, um, yeah. We so... have heat, centralized air. That's something. He's never heard of that. He doesn't know what that is. You don't have them? No, you don't have central air. It's like where you have like a vacuum cleaner, but your vacuum cleaner is your house, right? Yeah, we have that too. And that's weird. No, no one in Europe has that. In fact, I don't have central air. I mean, I I know my family in Hungary doesn't have central air, but they also have like thatch roofs. So I thought that that was just. And no one has central air. Central air is insane. Why is your entire house a vacuum cleaner? That, no, it's just cold. It makes it cold. They they like to be either too hot in the summer or too cold in the winter in Britain. Yeah. They think that's good. It, it makes it strong. Think, I don't think England is too hot or too cold, so maybe that's why they don't have it. Well, you never, yeah, never <laughs> talk about the weather with an English person. Uh, I've, but, I've uh, never been there, so I don't know. I think yeah. it probably rains all the time. It, yeah, it does. It's that an island terrible. that's been cursed with shitty weather by uh, an ancient and dumb witch. people. Listen, there are Very some dumb people. really, really sick true crime documentaries put out by BBC <laughs> that are, you can yeah. watch on YouTube. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, cool. <laughs> I think we'll, we'll leave the episode there. Go, yeah, go to the BBC. And... Um, yeah, uh, I, everyone in Britain is forced to pay for the BBC, so you, you know, I'm glad Americans can watch it. I uh, just uh, see it on YouTube; it's free. Not for me, because they just take look at it on YouTube. No, d- no, no, they they literally come to your house and take your money. I'm not. This isn't a joke. Are you me? No, they they. Well, I've like had. Church? N- uh, no, like the mafia. Like we'll come to your house and you'll give us money. Otherwise, we'll take even more of your money. They do that for the BBC. That's a real thing. They have isn't it TV? Just TV? Yeah, it's TV. It's it's like free TV channels and a children's so channel. So you don't have a cable bill. Some person oh, comes. No, we, we can we can get paid. No, you can get you can get cable. You can, if you want to pay for cable, you can. But you also have to pay for the BBC. No, you've no choice in the matter. Even if you don't watch, uh, a li- TV. you're telling me a live person comes to your home yeah. and they you have... give money. Uh, well, yeah, un- unless you've like already sent the money in the mail. You can't just already. tell them to fuck off. Nope, not this, in Britain. This would, this would never fly in the states. Yeah, well, you, like, these people really... would be shot like constantly. I was know? thinking the same thing. They would literally be. They'd be like living bullet elementals with how many bullets would be in their body compared to meat. 
I would okay. love for someone to come to my door and be like, give us some money for the television. I just, like, go fuck yourself, dog. They would be forbidden from getting frothy candy from Mr. Toilet. That was a, that's a callback to earlier in the episode to anyone who skipped the frankly obscene early part of the episode. Mr. Cocaine Toilet, which is also going to be the episode title. <laughs> oh, nice. Possibly, possibly mascot. And, Mr. Uh, Cocaine Toilet, the true lord of chaos. <laughs> episode title and right there. Cut. And cut. And here's some scorpions.
look at it from up here, you get an appreciation of our world is a beautiful place and we do need to take care of it. <laughs>